Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to season two, episode 43 of the Highway to Heaven podcast, hosted by me, Elaine Murphy, and you know who, yours and mine's truly Brian Crump. And I'm telling you, this one was another one of God's blessed messages taught by Pastor Gaston Murphy, seeking God. And I tell you what, seeking God is the answer to it all. And on top of that, uh, we just want to just open up by saying thank you to two or three new countries that have tuned in to, that tune in to Highway to Heaven every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time right here in the USA. And that's not Albania, but Ireland. Australia and Belgium so we would like to say thank you once again to those countries that are tuning in plus like 10 or 11 more I pray that we go around the world and back Um, that's including with the Bible table check um, and with Dear America which is uh, Brian Crump or my uh, fiance's uh, podcast which is also a very good one if you haven't tuned into that as well as the Bible table chat in which I am the senior um, anchor of that particular podcast show. And it's saying that, um, I tell you what, seeking God is the answer. Um, And what we'll do, we'll come back. And when we come back, we'll have uh, my fiance, the love of my life, Brian Crump, here as well as usual. And uh, we'll, we'll just jump right in and recap on this awesome message of seeking God. We'll be right back after these sponsored messages. The Bible Table Chat, full of intriguing informational fun and laughter for all those who tune in around the world where our main objective is to bring forms of unity and inspire all to be a better people tune in for a new episode every friday morning at 7 a.m unless releases are rescheduled or updated it's always free to listen and you'll be glad you did the bible table chat where we keep it live of you would love to make God your partner for greater success? How many of you want to learn to live with the rhythm of each season for maximum productivity? And how many of you want to learn how to move forward from bad relationships or church hurts? Well, the books Understanding the Seasons and Times and When Wolves Come are the books for you. Written by Nirvana Winston, who is a writer with both wisdom and simplicity, giving tools and insights into kingdom living for everyday life. She shares witty stories and personal encounters. Pick up your copy today before they're all gone. Go to Amazon and hashtag when wills come 
and hashtag understanding the seasons and time. Get your copies today. You'll be glad that you did. This segment is brought to you in part by The Woman on the Train. Do you enjoy short stories with a twist? Look no further. The Woman on the Train is the book for you. See what happens when Brian boards the train and the woman locks her eyes into his eyes as their worlds collide. People say leave her alone and avoid her at all costs. But this eerie woman has the power to tap deep into Brian's inner being. He tried to leave, but he cannot. He tried to avoid her, but he cannot. This book is available through Amazon on both paperback and ebook formats. Just go to Amazon.com and type in the search box, The Woman on a Train by Brian, B-R-I-A-N, Crump, C-R-U-M-P. If you desire a signed copy and you are in the Rockford, Chicago area, then email the show and I will make sure that you get their personalized signed copy. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed those sponsored messages. And hey, this is season two, episode 43 of the Highway to Heaven podcast. As I said before, at the beginning of the opening there. And as usual, we have our one and only Brian Crump here with us. How you doing, Brian? Hello. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Just fighting with the ragweed. I have a wagweed, slight wagweed allergy and I'm telling you it's because it's not as cold and I'm glad they're still able to survive outside so when the wind blows and we have one of these 45 40 wind blow warmer than usual winters this is what occurs so if I sound a little bit you know clogged up or a little bit uh, excuse me I'm very sorry but I'm feeling good it's just in my sinuses are a little bit acting up but anyway this is another blessed episode um what is it seeking god seeking god seeking god i'm telling you is the answer to a lot of problems seeking god is the answer because it also provides you with solution it provides you with direction um so it it uh, supplies you with healing and a renewing tool. So I'm telling you, seeking God is probably the answer to most of our problems. Before we jump into recapping on the scriptures, I just wanted to say thank you to Ireland and Belgium and Australia for listening into the Highway to Heaven podcast. And we are truly blessed that there are people, even if it's just one, we don't know if it's just one. Which one is the new one? Albania. Albania is for the Bible table talk. Oh, that's just... That's okay. Uh, yes, as well as the podcast, my other podcast, which is the Bible table chat. 
I am the senior anchor. And as well as was another another podcast that's increasing, as we know, it would be Brian's um, Dear America, uh, Knowledge is Power, right? Dear America, Knowledge is Power is also increasing and people are listening to it in different countries. So we just want to just say thank you for all of, of you around the world that are listening to our podcast. But most definitely, right? So we're going to jump right into the Highway to Heaven podcast, season two, episode 43 on Seeking God. And uh, we're going to go ahead right now and we're going to open up with um, the first scripture on this particular episode, Seeking God, taught by Pastor Gaston Murphy. As I always say, I'm doing King James Version. Doesn't matter. Your version may be slightly different. New International, American Standard, all that good jazz. As long as it's the Word of God, that's all that matters. I'm going to try and keep these in order instead of bouncing around. So if I do bounce around, please forgive me. But I'm going to try and keep them in order as much as possible. The first scripture is out of Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29. But if... But if from hence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him, if thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Repeat that, baby. But if from hence, from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him, if thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Uh, isn't that beautiful? That, that's so God just telling us the consequences of seeking his face is read the beginning of that. If thou shalt seek. If thou shalt seek his face, what would happen? You shall find. Exactly. So once, like I said at the opening, seeking God is so important because it can bring you the answer, the solution, the healing, everything positive can come out of you seeking God. But one thing is required that those who want to come to God must first believe. Mm-hmm. Right. So those things are very important. But I tell you what, I love that scripture because it is is actually the answer to all of our problems. Right. Is seeking God and drawing near to Him. Right, baby? That is true. Okay. Go right ahead. You have anything else you want to add to that? Oh, that's fine. Okay. You did good. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to go a few books down here to 2 Corinthians chapter, I'm sorry, 2 Chronicles. I forgot what the C-O-R is. 2 Chronicles, forgive me. 2 Chronicles chapter 15, verse 2. Okay, 2 Chronicles 15, verse 2. And he went out to meet Asia and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asia and all Judah and Benjamin, the Lord is with you, while ye be with him. And if ye seek him, there's that seek him again, previous verse, he will be found of you. See, it's the same kind of sentence there. But if ye forsake him, 
he will forsake you. So it's just like the scripture before, but he added a few names of people that he mm-hmm. was specifically speaking to. And the word of God, guess what, is always speaking to all of us. And there's a it. consequence at the end too. Go ahead and read that consequence again. If you forsake him, he will forsake you. Yes. In so many words, I'm paraphrasing. And it is true in in logical, logical understanding that if you reject anybody, I'm just saying, anybody. So if you reject God, guess what? He can't accept you. Right. So instead of using the word reject, because everybody has their levels of rejection and God is not a God of hatred but what he's saying was if you're not going to accept him then he can't accept you because how can two come together unless they can agree and see I'm a little bit more blunt I will use the word turn your back on Yeah. if you, if you turn your back on him he's going to turn his back on you and that's hard for a lot of people to grasp because a lot of people want to say Oh, God will forgive me. You know, Jesus is is Lord and he died and everything. But just like what you said before, after I read the first scripture, you have to know that he exists first. You know, you have to um, confess him and you have to to know that he exists. And once you know that. You know, the Bible says my people perish due to lack of knowledge. You have this knowledge. And if you still reject him, then, you know, you have to suffer the consequence for that, which is allowing the devil to do whatever he wants or whatever. But if you seek God and believe in God and God will be there for you, then you will, um, he will magnify his blessings upon you. Awesome. I like that. I could have said it better. Thank you, sweetie. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go a few more books down to Psalms chapter 9, verse 10. Psalms chapter 9, verse 10. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Repeat that, baby. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. God will never forsake you if you're seeking him. That's um, the key. Right. He will not forsake you that you seek. So if you seek the Lord, he will not forsake you. So that's the key is that. That's true. And the Bible says in another scripture is to ask, seek, and knock. Mm-hmm. You, if you're a child of God, He's going to answer you when you ask him. When you seek him, you're going to find him. Because he said, never will I leave you, nor will I forsake you. Right. And if you knock at the door and you want him to come in, he's ever present. You will do that. But you have to have a faithful heart, too. He knows all of that. Mm Mm-hmm. So in order to go to Christ and say, come into my heart, you have to have the right heart. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as anyone coming to knock in, in, on a door or seek God and him not be present. Some people be up there knock on their door forever. <laughs> and it reminds me of that song, keep it knocking, but you can't come in. <laughs> no, that's more like 
in the times of Noah when it started raining, mm-hmm. everybody started knocking. But he said it was too late then. Right, right. So, but to knock and seek God is a whole different context, which means that mm-hmm. He will be your ever presence there for you. Yeah. He will answer the door. So, uh, that that's one thing for sure. Very good, sweetie. Lamentations. Few books down here. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 25. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 25. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. The Lord is good to those that seek him. And the Lord is good. Read that scripture again. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. See, I think what it is to a lot of people, we're we're conditioned to want when we want, how we want it, in the time frame that we want. But according to the scripture, it says, wait for the Lord. Not everything is going to be what we want. So in order for us to receive something that is good, we wait for him in his timing, not in our timing, because our timing can be 30 seconds from now, but the Lord's timing could be five minutes from now because the Lord knows what's going to happen between now and five minutes where we would not, and then that can mess up on our blessing. Amen. That is absolutely accurate. Um, I couldn't really explain that better, but I do know that um, seeking God in accordance to what the scripture was saying is definitely the way to go. Mm-hmm. Amen. Just be, just be patient, and you no, know, of of course, just know everything is in God's timing. And to have a small little testimony, some of you may already know that I have a different job now, and I was impatient about it. And it, was. Elaine, Elaine could tell you, I was, Man. The, I was like, will they hurry up and call? I was but like, <laughs> she'll say, well, baby, like, just dude, just calm down, it'll be okay. Like, dude, you got the job. What's the problem? <laughs> And I was like, man, I wish they were up and call. Well, you know, they did call. And when they did call, it happened just in time because a lot of, I'll just say situations happened at my job. Not about me, but about other people and about management. So I'll just leave it like that. A lot of situations happened. And I was able to get out of that position, out of that atmosphere, into a better atmosphere. And I'm not stressed. Right. And I told Brian, I'm going to make this real short because this is all about seeking God. But within his testimony, Brian likes to, this is what I told him. I said, he's going to have to remember it's good news. You want to share stuff, but don't always share all your personal information about any change too quickly. Mm-hmm. Brian likes to share a lot of stuff that he needs to just wait to a period of time to share it. Or just keep it to himself. And I told him that's to protect you. Because the more people know mm-hmm. about anything personal about you, the more they can harp on you. Mm-hmm. But if they don't know, guess what? They have nothing to say. Right. That would have saved him a lot of pressure of, um, do I really got the job or not? Because you got a lot of skeptics mm-hmm. that'll be on somewhere around you. You share too much information. They'll pick on your head. With the information that you gave them. Mm-hmm. So all you need to do, all you need to do is remember that when God blesses you, you don't have to share that with everybody. You share it, you, 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 you already told them, 
you get a new job, leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And even if the time you needed to stay there to work, just say, hey, I'll extend this to this period of time. You ain't got to tell them why. Mm-hmm. But Brian, sometimes the kind of person that feel he got to share everything with everybody and we're I'm praying for him, working with him to let him know. You don't need to do all that. Just trust God. He went through a very impatient. Even after they told him, you're hired. What would governor, when I say you're hired, if they were going to just take the job right back away from you? That's not even logic. But what happened was, you're dealing, you dealt with the warfare of sharing something mm-hmm. that you should have just kept to yourself. It was but, just because I was ready to leave. I was ready to go in my, my previous job. And I kept telling him, dude, you're hired. Mm-hmm. You're hired. You don't have to worry about nothing. So. Okay, so we're going to go a little bit further down here to Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. Sow to yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. Now, that's an amazing scripture because it speaks of fallow ground. You know what fallow ground is when you're planting seeds and you're expecting a crop? It's right before you put the seed in the ground, they break up the ground. You know how you, even if you plant even if you plant flowers outside, I don't know if you ever did any gardening or anything. You chop up the ground, you know, you get the soil, you get fresh soil, it's already soft and uh, pliable so that you can put the seed down in it correctly, all the way down in it, prepared to be more um, proper for the seeding. Right, right. So you break up the hollow, follow ground, these preparation. For there to be a fertilized seed to be planted. He's also telling you what to do too. He says, exactly. sow. You know, and the Bible says you you reap what you sow. Right. Sow to yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy. So it's telling you what right. you should do. So if you want kindness, you 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 uh sow. To sow kindness. Kindness. Right. You go reap it in the end. If you want mercy, you have to sow mercy. There's no now, such thing. Go ahead. Now, this is what I need to learn because my um, attitude is a lot different than Elaine's attitude is. <laughs> so I'm still learning, uh, but I can be very uh, outspoken and candid. I'm trying to uh, control that and sow onto myself more of good things. Yeah, that's true. Um, so... And his God is still blessing Brian. I was just simply picking on him a little earlier. Uh, of course, that word, this humanist word, when I call them like, hey, dude, that means like, hey, be aware. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm calling you, you know, somebody else. He is my fiance, somebody I love. She called me dude. <laughs> Don't let her fool you. But it was in a humorous <laughs> way. Right, right. You know that. But um, yeah, I, I say things to help him, but he helps me the same way. And it's okay when you love somebody, you tell them the truth. Right. I'm never going to butter up anything when you need to know the truth. And you probably already know that about me. I'm just who I am. I don't like being fake. I'm never going to be fake. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel. And I hope that you do the same. Of course. But yeah, he's right. Absolutely. That, that you explained that very good thing. Right. Okay. 
So you can go to Amos, a few books down. Like I said, I'm going to try and keep these in, in order as much as possible here. Amos chapter 5, verse 4. Amos chapter 5, verse 4. For thus saith the Lord unto the house of Israel, Seek ye me, and ye shall live. Now, you know, Amos is a very small chapter. It's one of the rarest you ever hear from, but it's got lots of wisdom in it. Yeah, only nine chapters in Amos. Could you read that again? That was scripture. Okay, let me go back to it. Amos chapter 5, verse 4. For thus saith the Lord unto the house of Israel, Seek ye me, and ye shall live. If you seek God, you're seeking after God, Lord knows you're going to live. It's the right thing to seek. It's not like you're running after silver and gold and money. So God will prosper you because of your heart set. Right. Um, Actually, God is all about the heart of, of man. That's what he looks at. Even if you can have a bad thought, but have good intentions. Right. Only God knows that. The world itself, all they know is what comes out your mouth, and that's what they're going to judge you by. Mm-hmm. Because that's all that they know, and they see you physically. Right. So they judge the physical attributes, the physical aspects of how you look and things like that, rather than just saying, sure. oh, this person has a great attitude. Think about all the people who have been um, judged because of autism or because of Down syndrome or because they don't look like what society says that they should look like. And yet they can be the nicest people in the world with the best heart. And you know what? They will be blessed more than a person who doesn't have a good heart. Right. That's so true because the heart is everything. Mm -hmm. That's how we accept Christ into our where? Hearts. Your heart. And the, and the Bible says, too, that the scriptures will be where? In our hearts and Written minds. Written on the tables of your heart. Right. In our hearts and minds. And that's important because what whatever that's in the heart, the mouth speak is, is that, I think that's in the Bible, too, right? Yeah, whatever, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Right. So if your heart is impure, you're going to speak Say impurities. Lie, garbage. That's what's going on with a lot of things anyway. Mm. Because until you get salvation, that's all we are is nasty. Yeah, I put it all plain. And I did say we. Mm. You know, because you can, if, if anytime we get upset and get out of the character of Christ, it's nasty. Mm-hmm. I don't care what nobody say. And everybody's human, so it's going to ha- it's bound to happen. You can no, tell but... yourself, "Boy, I was nasty that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have been nasty before with my, you know, upset with the wrong attitude. It's just what it is. Right, right. We just got to get it right, right? Get it right, right? Get it right. 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 Okay, going to go a few more books down here to Acts chapter 17 verse 20 before you go into that I just want to ask quickly I mean I'm fine but as you know I don't sound my best so please excuse me if my voice sounds a little bit raggedy I'm dealing with an allergy so if nothing else just pray for me I'm, I'm believing for healing I feel good don't have a fever but just uh, keep me in prayer for those listeners listening in 
Amen. Amen. Okay, Acts chapter 17, verse 27. That they shall seek the Lord if happy, if happily they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. I'm going to read that again because that was kind of tongue-tied. That they should seek the Lord if happily they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. Right. Yeah, he said, never would I leave you. What do you, What part of never do I leave you do we not understand? He's, he's ever present. He's ever present. But he's just letting you know he's there for you. Mm-hmm. When you do seek him, he's right there. He's, he's not that far away from you. And the thing of it, too, is that when you read that from verse, us. you read that verse and you read it a couple of times and everything, you have to understand that he's omnipresent. So he's, he's with you, um, even right beside you. He could be right beside you, you won't even know it. You know, and because he says, even if he, you know, he's right there, it's, it's like right. you can reach out and touch him. You know, like in that commercial, reach out and touch someone, that phone commercial. Right. He's like, he's right there. I remember this artist by the name of James Moore. He's a gospel artist. He wrote this song called, He Was There All the Time. Mm-hmm. And it goes right with that scripture because God is there. He is there all the time the time even when you're going through he is there Mm -hmm. all the time that's why he said he would never allow any more than than you can handle Mm -hmm. um so anytime it might be more than what we want to handle but he wouldn't allow any more of anything that will overtake you he wouldn't do that Right. He'll cause the enemy to look close the mouth, whoever it is. It could be a family member. It could be it could be someone we work with. But as long as you're doing what's right and you keep the peace, God will be by your side telling the devil to shut up. Shut up and put up. That's what now, I, I, I will say this, too, because um, I, I know there's some people out there that may be wondering, well, I lost my best friend in a car crash. I lost this. Or I lost that. And yeah, those are very tragic moments. And I'm not the one to judge of your friend or loved one or, or what have you. I can just keep everyone in prayer as a general prayer of their healing and and their their faith and everything. But even though something like that happens, don't let that disturb your faith. Because when, a, okay, the devil is the accusing of the brother, and we know that. Right. The devil cannot do what the devil wants to do with to you without the permission from God. True. Now you read that in the book of Job. Remember, because uh, the devil said, if you take this away from Job, he'll curse you. So if you read the book of Job, it will tell you the story of Job of how he was stripped of everything and not once did he curse or say it was God's fault. But the devil, that's all the devil could do. The Thanks. devil could not do anything else because God is like, no, you can do whatever you want to him, but do not touch his take, soul. Touch his soul, take his life, you know, things, right. of, things of that nature. So, just think of it as the same thing with us. You know, the devil goes to say, hey, I bet this person do this or whatever. You know, it's, it's, it's like a, a, a game of Russian roulette with the devil. Yeah. You know, but until 
Uh, but God will say, no, you can't do this. You can't do that. So just understand. Right. I know for a prime example, when I was taking care of my mom, I can remember her praying. I can remember the Lord speaking to me, just like you brought something back to me. My mom, I know in her spirit, she would say, you know, you can attack my body. Talking to the enemy, mm-hmm. you can attack my body. And I remember prayers, you can attack her body, but you can't touch her soul. Mm-hmm. So I said, Mom, you know, if if rather God, if God heal you, you 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 win. Mm-hmm. But if God take you with him, you still you win. Win, win even more. <laughs> you win even more. Mm-hmm. You gain eternal life. So I remember sitting with Bob and you know, sometimes even though we know that, you'll go through a moment. You've been through a problem with maybe, maybe a, a situation. It may not have been sickness or something you would say. It looks hopeless. Mm-hmm. You just woke up a day and you were a little weaker than the day before with the battle. And I can remember sitting with my mom because I was with my mom 24 hours. I was her caretaker. You know, especially towards the end. And I can remember sitting at the breakfast table with mom and she was saying baby everything happens so fast and I can all I can remember the Lord said is well God is still in control mm-hmm. you know no matter what you gonna be if you if you do leave this earth how is it gonna be bad mm-hmm. but he said the scripture says to die in crisis gain mm-hmm. I understand that scripture more than anything from dealing with the loss of a loved one and the things that my mom go through. My mom didn't go through a lot of pain. She went through a lot of loss of energy and strength. So even until the day that she passed away, uh, I knew that my mom would be okay. But that's what scripture we need to hear all the time is that you know, the enemy can attack us, mm-hmm. but no matter what, if you live another hundred years or you live another whatever shorter years, mm-hmm. another day or two or a month, the, the pricelessness of seeking God and having a relationship with God is everything. Acknowledge Him in all your ways and you will direct your path. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go down to the last scripture of the episode. And this is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And it states, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder, of them that diligently seek him. And that is absolutely true. You know, he is a rewarder of those. You know, if you ask, seek, and knock, and go after God, he's not going to run from you. He's going to stand right there with open arms. Mm-hmm. And you're going to run right into his arms. Think of the prodigal son. Yeah. It doesn't even matter what you've done. Mm-hmm. There just, you go. Just on if you repent, and you're honest and seek forgiveness. Turn. That's what it is. And repent means to yeah. turn away. I can remember, I don't know if it was actually a show, a Christian show, or an interview, but they were interviewing prisoners in jail. Mm-hmm. 
And it what blessed me was I heard one prisoner say, I may be in this jail for life, but my relationship with God has set me free. My mind is free. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even matter if I spend my entire life in prison. There's nothing like having your soul and your mind of salvation. That person, I don't know who he was, but he is more freer in prison than some of us out here. Free naturally, but guess what? Our mind is in prison. You know how we know that? Even some of our relatives and friends are in prison here. Mm-hmm. Because they need to be submissive here. And what she's talking about, prison in the mind, exactly. submissive in the heart. That's what she's talking about. So that because you can be free on this planet, not in prison, mm-hmm. okay, and still be imprisoned in your mind. Mm-hmm. That's worse. Go anywhere, but you can't do nothing because the mind ain't right. Mm-hmm. That's a prison. Mm-hmm. It's sad. You know, it's a sad thing. I even have, you know, just like you, I have some relatives that are suffering that way. I have a relative now, they don't even know where he's at. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that to you. I'm not going to say the person's name. But he wanders around, going different places, running from no one knows who, mm-hmm. because of the prison in the mind. The only way you we can truly get free is the heart. So I admire that prisoner who, who said he done some things. And he may be in prison without parole for the rest of his life. But what matters to him made sense to me. His some, heart mm-hmm. is free. He got saved, which also set his mind free. Right, right. So when your heart gets set free... Your mind is free. Mm-hmm. Or when your mind is set free, your heart is free. Nothing can stop you from serving the Lord and entering into the kingdom of God when it's your time. And sometimes people need to actually be in physical prison just to be saved. Wow. That's you some 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 natural prisons is somebody's salvation. Mm-hmm. It may not look like it. Some of some of us are not even in prison, but we're in prison. Right, right. Because of our heart and our minds. Mm-hmm. And some people have to go to astrophysical prisons because of the way how they run the streets or do the things they do in their life. And to keep them alive or to spare them, Man. God might say, okay, you know what? I'm going to send you to prison. And then... Some to people, you. right, and some people actually get saved, baptized, and all that in prison. Man. So don't look at prison as a negative thing for all people. Some people might need to go to be delivered. Some of the worst people might need to be the, in the worst places, mm-hmm. so a God can deal with them before they exit exactly. this earth. Exactly. So we don't know. That's why we don't judge people. I believe this, and don't quote me on this, I, we don't know. That's why we ought not to worry about, other than the people we know are saved. Like, we know, you know, people that gave their life and time to Christ, when they go, we know where they went. Mm-hmm. They went right to the right side of God, right bosom of God, on the right side, waiting for the return of Christ, because that's going to happen. But 
people sometimes have to be put in a position. I can say the most evil person. For example, I'm going to use somebody that we think ought to burn in hell no matter what, and that's Hitler. But we don't know Hitler's last moment was. He could have, can't say he did or not, he could have said, Lord, forgive me. As rotten as I have been, we don't know what the few minutes of his life. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take all day to repent. Right. You might have just said, Lord, forgive me. Mm-hmm. If God heard him, we don't know that. So even as, as rude and evil and conniving and the stuff he's did, if he repented, guess what? That old square pot. But we're not <laughs> talking about keep doing bad and right. wait until you're on, you're on your deathbed and repent because tomorrow's not promised to us oh you could not you have could, time to right. repent I mean you could go out there right now and get hit by a train get into a, a vicious car with crash your with, with a, a vicious car crash anything you can get shot I mean anything can happen so we're not saying for you to go and do all this dirt like Hitler wait until you're about to die and then repent because you don't know what tomorrow may bring and you may not have time. So it's always good to do it today while you have time because we never know what the future may hold. I remember the whitest, uh, they had a song called Tomorrow. I don't know, I know you probably, Tomorrow, forget about tomorrow. Oh yes, I heard that song. That uh, accept Christ, something like that today. So that, that's true. Tomorrow is not promised to any of us. And that's to anyone around the world. Mm-hmm. Is that don't wait till tomorrow. Do it right now. Right, right. All you need to do is say, Lord, forgive me of all of my sins. I will come into my heart. Wash me. I want to know you. I want to have a relationship with you. I want to seek to know you. I want to ask you to come into my heart. And you know what? That makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. Right? right? And in saying that, do you have any other positive words you want to say today? Uh, that's all for now, actually. Okay, well, why don't we say a word of prayer? Do you mind? Since I'm like struggling with this allergy. I don't know. Situation. You think I should close or you think I should let her close? <laughs> I'll go ahead and do it well, since I know, you, I know your voice is not up oh, to I'm trying not to talk at all, but Alright, Lord God, we thank you for this day, Father. We thank you for uh, the word. We also thank you for all the people who are listening all around the world. We pray that this will be able to touch people and if people have questions, let them come to you, Father God. And if they still have questions, they can always email us and, and we'll be more than happy to share those questions and give them the answers according to your word, Father God. And we pray for each and every person, uh, those who might have lost people, those who may have people in, in bondage or in prison, things of that nature. Just touch them, Father God, and let them know that you are the everlasting fire. You are the Lord God that gives healing that will wipe away every tear. And we thank you for the word, and we pray that it's a blessing to others as much as it is to us. We pray for security and protection, healing emotionally, physically, and spiritually. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And in saying that, once again, thank you for tuning in to Season 2, Episode 43 
Seeking God on the Highway to Heaven podcast. Once again, God bless you and peace and love. Bye-bye. Thank you.